Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Tiger Woods show right here on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Cam Rogers here, Bridget Whalen there. Be sure to get at us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers 98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Whalen on Twitter and the gram. It's the AT&T Byron Nelson this week, and then we have the PGA Championship next week. So a couple of good episodes coming your way right here on the show. Lots to get to here. Rory McIlroy back in the winner's circle. Jordan Spieth had COVID. What does it mean for this week and next? Matthew Wolf withdraws from the PGA. What does that mean for him and the future of his season plus we will talk about the AT&T Byron Nelson picks and predictions but first a shout out to our friends at bet online bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action bet online has you covered for all of the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and yes it is free to sign up so get it done ahead of the PGA bet online your online sports book experts Rory McIlroy captures his first victory since 2019, winning the Wells Fargo Championship, beating out Victor Hovland, Abraham Anser, and Keith Mitchell. His first win as a father, his 19th of his career. It had been a really weird 2020 and 2021 to this point for McIlroy. He had just six top tens and 21 starts since the PGA Tour restart back in June. And we've had some conversations about McElroy a few times here on the show, Bridget, about where is he headed? What's going on? Is he going to win soon? And when you have elite talent like a Brooks Kepka or McElroy, it doesn't really matter how they're playing in the recent form because they can just pop and win. And we had that last week. He can just pop off. Rory there you go. Pop off. Lots of like overcoming some slumps with we had Jordan, Lydia Ko, Hideki, Rory. It's like all those big time names just coming back in the mix in 2021. I love it. Um, big Rory person who isn't a big Rory person. That's like a silly question. Loved seeing him win. I thought that that win really showcased like how, and I don't know him personally, so this is just kind of like insane to say but how good of a like human Rory seems to be like how emotional he got you could hear the fans chanting Rory Rory and like he you could see you saw like the change in his face like his facial expression he got like emotionally like impacted by that and that's just that's the coolest thing about sports that that may be my favorite thing about sport, like in general, just like the emotional investment, um, not just like in the athlete, but like via the fans. And it's just something that not just golf, like all sports have missed out on over the past 
16 plus months or what have you. Um, and so it's really cool to see a guy like Rory who obviously feeds off of the fans. We have talked about this numerous times. He is one of those players that didn't really bode so well during COVID because that pulse and energy was sort of amiss. Um, and now that that, that kind of like life feel that like pulse of like movement and, and just like the constant like flutter of, of people, you don't realize how that, that affects you in the sense of concentration is often like, um, it's, it's funny because when you're working and you have like the TV on in the background or you're listening to music and right. you don't realize like when those go out or like when you're not listening to music, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't concentrate. That's a great but, analogy. Yeah, I feel like it's the same exact thing for, for superstars like Rory, like Tiger, like Jordan, who are so used to that like movement of people. People aren't still, you know, like even if you try to stay still at a golf tournament, you're constantly moving, you're scratching your head or you're, you know, you're, you're looking one way or the other. So they become so adapt to that. And that's like part of their equation. So I'm not saying like Rory won because of the fans, but it's so cool to see a guy like that kind of like thank the fans almost. He was like, I need them. Like I need this to, to do well. And evidently the proof is in the pudding. He, he won and fans were back in North Carolina. So uh, congrats to Rory. Super cool. His, um, his wife, Erica's first mother's day as a mom, mm. just like a, a super feel good vibe is just all encompassing Rory McElroy. Like he, he just is like a feel good guy. So you love to see it. So McElroy will be at Kiowa Island next week for the PGA Championship. He is one of the favorites now. By the way, McElroy was down to 15 in the official World Golf ranking not too long ago. So things were looking pretty dire for him for McElroy standards. And boom, he pops off and wins. And oh, by the way, he won at Kiowa, as we know, back in 2012. Handedly, by the way. <laughs> 13 yeah. <laughs> under over David Lynn. That was the uh, timing where McElroy just destroyed everybody in major championships, Bridget. Ergo, the 2011 U.S. Open at Congressional 2012 yeah. PGA. You know the drill. You know, it's funny. Looking at this leaderboard here, the top 10 for the 2012 edition of the PGA, David Lynn, second alone. Keegan was T3. Carl Peterson, the Swede, T3. <laughs> There's Rose at T3. Jamie Donaldson at T7. It's really an interesting leaderboard. But granted, this was 2012. Right. I was a senior in high school. So, yeah, interesting stuff there. So, good stuff for McElroy. We'll see how he does next week. I mean, do you Certainly like him to win? Great timing. Yeah, I mean... Uh, he he dominated yeah <laughs> to win the pga championship by eight that's just like uh, it's it's kind of like unheard of i mean tiger uh, of course we were spoiled by tiger so it's so hard to compare tiger's feats in like major championships but to dominate like that and nine years ago i mean he was so young it's certainly great timing. It's a huge confidence boost um, for Rory. Rory is one of those confidence building guys. Uh, he he definitely, I think, needs 
needs to see himself doing well to do well it's like the chicken what came first the chicken or the egg that's like the constant uh battle in golf i think some players do better when they're trending some Mm. players just randomly can just pop off and win like dustin johnson so um i like this play for rory i think that it definitely surges him up in the um in in the betting world as the favorite going into kiowa yeah, he's going to get a lot of buzz and talk and chatter as we go forward here. So we will keep an eye out for that. And congratulations to McElroy. Let's talk about another favorite at Kiowa, Jordan Spieth. So he's in the field this week at the AT&T Byron Nelson, Bridget. But the real story is that speaking to reporters on Tuesday, Jordan revealed that he tested positive for the COVID-19 virus three weeks ago and quarantined in his house in Dallas. He said he felt rough symptoms for, quote, a day and a half and then lost energy and dealt with a sinus discomfort situation for a few days. He said he's good to go this week. Obviously, he probably wouldn't play if he wasn't good to go. Last time we saw him, of course, he won the Valero Texas Open. I guess the question is, Bridget, am I making a story out of nothing here or... Is there concern with a little coming back from COVID and maybe he won't be perfectly ripe to perform this week, but maybe that's also a good thing because he can knock off the rust, as he said. Yeah, I think he, he mentioned that he's, he's feeling full of energy and he's been able to um, do full workouts, practice sessions, whatever. So I think he's so young. I don't, I don't see this as any long lasting effect on him. Um, It's interesting, like just the timing because everything was going so well for Jordan. (laughs) It was like he won, he finished T3 at the masters and then it's like, bam, COVID, Uh, which I feel a little, you know, that's unfortunate, but I I don't, you know, I think he's passed it by now. And I think um, he's ready to start the stretch of tournaments that's upcoming. Also, I do think that the little respite for guys like Jordan is good sometimes. So maybe, I don't know, maybe we're just going to play into the golf gods being like, okay, Spieth needs COVID now. He needs to take a little rest. Like (laughs) I may being excessive here, but um, that's who I am. So I don't know. I think things work out how they're supposed to. And um, I think he's going to be fine. All right. It's interesting he revealed that, too, to reporters. That's kind of True. nice that you get yeah. that sort of news. Somebody but like that's maybe. That's who Jordan is. Yeah, exactly. He's so transparent. Yeah. Yep. One of the favorites at the PGA Championship currently on FanDuel. He is 16-1 to 1 to win, tied with Dustin Johnson, by the way, who withdrew this week at the Byron Nelson due to a knee issue. Quickly there, Bridget, on DJ. Yeah. Do you think it's just maintenance this week or is there something there and maybe he could pull out of the PGA too? So I think that he is a very judicious player and I think he is way more calculated, way smarter than everyone gives him credit for. I see him as pulling out in the sense as to protect the PGA. So I don't see this as a big thing. I see it as... This is something that, if exacerbated, could possibly infringe upon him doing well in a major. So for me, I because it's Dustin Johnson, I do not have like a big worry about this. Um, I just think that he plays things super safe. And 
I hate saying this because it's ridiculous, but he is older in the sense of like his body maintenance. Um, Weird to think so, too. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but so I do see him as a player who really does take into consideration, like I want to be in peak shape, peak performance, unlike, and I'm just going to throw this out there, Brooks Kepka. I think Brooks Kepka mm. pushes the envelope a little bit and maybe Agreed. plays when he shouldn't. And I don't know why he does that. That that could just be who he is. Also, though, I'm going to put Rory in that Brooks Kepka category. Like, I do think that them both, they do kind of get back maybe before they should. And that could also be because they're, you know, five and six years younger than DJ. So it's hard to compare the two because that that age difference is kind of a lot in the sense of being an athlete. Um, so I just see Dustin as being super judicious with his body. And I do not see this as like a glaring omen for the, um, the PGA. Speaking of which, Matthew Wolf withdrew from the PGA championship earlier today, or at least the news came out today, not listing a reason why. So that leads Wyndham Clark into the field for the PGA Championship at Kiowa Island. It's been a curious season, needless to say, for Matthew Wolf, Bridget. A few examples, you have the nagging hand injury. He's withdrawn from three events. He's been disqualified from the Masters for signing an incorrect scorecard. Right. Failed to finish inside the top 25 in his last 10 starts, dating back to the fall. You said prior to the show, he's... Commonly compared with Victor Hovland and a lot of the young guns out there, Morikawa as well. So I don't think we'll actually get an answer in terms of why he's withdrawing from the PGA. It's got to be a combination of physical and mental for him to make that sort of decision. Yeah, it's a little unsettling, especially this season. It's taken a lot of strange twists and turns. Um, he's 22 years old. I think that that's so important to remember and you and I were chatting before the show. Um, he only turned pro not even two years ago. It was June 2019 at the Travelers Championship here in Connecticut. So, yeah, I mean, he's done, he had super success in a couple of the majors last year. And he he's already become a PJ Tour champion at the 3M Open in his um, third professional start. Like, that's just insane. So. Yeah. You have to take into consideration he's 22 years old. He won in his third pro start. He has, you know, had a lot of former NCAA success. Um, there's a lot of expectations. These guys, to be a professional athlete, you have to regard yourself as the best of the best. Otherwise, you won't be successful. Ego. Yep. Yeah, of course. It's a lot of pressure for a 22-year-old. I was still in college at 22. So, I don't like the chatter that sort of surfaces um, on the internet about him. Like, come on, he's a kid still. Like, let's give him a little time. He needs to grow. He needs to, I think, learn that what works for him may not work for others. And that's okay. Obviously, his swing is like proof positive of that. So it shouldn't be so hard of an obstacle for him to overcome. But I do agree with you that there, there may also be um, a body component here. And I don't think that, you know, the sole focus should be on mental. Like he didn't give a reason. We really don't know. I just think like, I like to give, he's so young. I want to give him a little time to figure it out. So um, I know he's compared to Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland who have proven to be very successful and to have been um, 
sort of consistently successful, especially Victor Hovland. I mean, that guy's insane. So I just think we all have to like take a little pause, give, uh, give Matt Wolf uh, a little, um, just a little space to figure out what's going on and just keep in mind he's, he's 22 years old. He could only legally drink a year ago. So like unreal. Yeah. Let's all relax a little bit. Uh, he's got time to like learn what works for him and, and obviously what doesn't. And he has plenty of major championships ahead of him. So yeah, no worries there. <laughs> We're not. Yeah. He, Matt, you have a ton to compete in. So if you want to miss Kiowa by all means do it, buddy. And also, if you feel like you're not going to compete, why play? Like, right. I totally understand that, too. So, 100%. Born in 1999. He was born in 1999. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wow. He's a Gen Zer for sure. That's insane. Wow. All right. So, no Matthew Wolf at the PGA Championship next week. We'll see him later in the season, I am sure. This week, the AT&T Byron Nelson at TPC Craig Ranch. Tom Weiskopf design, first time hosting a PGA Tour event, Bridget. Now, this event is typically a birdie fest, sometimes with some long shot winners. So. Ranch. Gotta love it. <laughs> anyway. I wonder if the guy who made this course was named Greg, but, or at least uh, invested in it. So, yeah, you know, it's an interesting field. You have Rom, you have Bryson, you have Spieth, Ryan Palmer, Scotty Scheffler, Zalatoris is back after a missed cut at the Wells Fargo Championship. Brooks Kepka, Hideki Matsuyama making his return after winning the Masters. So pretty solid field, all things considered, for this tournament. And I guess you can sort of throw course history out the window, although this course has hosted many Corn Ferry Tour events. So the likes of Luke List and others have some good experience here. James Hahn as well, from what I remember. So it's sort of a dart throw this week in a way, Bridget. You just kind of want to go for the risk takers and the birdie makers. The risk takers and the birdie makers. You like that? Man, I don't know if my team... To, uh, my tip if my pick is either of those things um i think he's a risk taker at the very least he makes a good amount of birdies okay all right so the newly minted risk taker and birdie maker at least for this week is gonna be john rom mm -hmm. um he is a co-favorite with bryson dechambeau and i typically stay away from the favorites but you know what today i'm not i'm gonna go with john rom I was going to pick him recently, and then I decided against it. So now I guess I'm going to give him a pick this week. History lesson, Bridget, our first tournament was the Charles Schwab after the PGA Tour restart there, and that was a John Rahm prediction week for you, and he missed oh. the cut. So, okay. oh, boy. <laughs> cool. And uh, scene. Okay. And scene. Uh, by the way, my pick of Victor Hovland last week, T3, cut into Bridget's lead just a tad. So her lead is $2.2 million. Sanjay M missed the cut. So, boom. <laughs> I'll take what I can Sanjay get. Sanjay M, like, I honestly, there's a couple guys I think I should just stay away from because I think I give them, like, bad luck. Like, Sanjay M doesn't miss cuts. <laughs> and he missed the cut. Right. He plays so him, often so. that, you know. He's gonna miss a Apologies. cut. Yeah, the week I pick him, it's I like it's a sure thing, apparently. Evidently. Well, hey, we'll see what happens with my pick here. Scotty Scheffler, the local guy, 
first finished 22nd here at the age of 17, not at this course, but at the Byron Nelson. He actually won at this course as a junior, 15th in strokes gained off the tee within the last 24 rounds. He's a birdie maker as well. So I like everything put together there. Scotty Scheffler, 16 to 1 to win. And I will throw some dark horses at some folks here. Keith Mitchell and Doug Gim. Mitchell, 55 to 1. Doug Gim, 60 to 1 to win the tournament this week. A couple sleepers there, but I like Scotty Scheffler, the Dallas kid. Hey, and Keith Mitchell played very well at Wells Fargo. So he did. I don't know. Maybe I should have picked Keith Mitchell. Going with saying. John Rahm this week. I just feel like John Rahm, he is due for a win. I'm going to put him in this, like, well, actually, when's the last time he won? Is he in a little bit of a slump? He's not because he's like in the top 10 every week aside from last week, but I don't know what his last win was per I se. Know. Oh, the work day probably at Memorial. Oh yeah. When, Oh, with the weird, with the weird, uh, bunker, weird bunker situation. Yeah. Let me, uh, see here. Can, can we put him in the category? Can no, probably not. Oh, actually, he won the BMW championship. I picked him to win that week, too. Gosh darn it. And that wasn't even a year ago. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, you know what? So he won last July and August. So maybe we're going to trend it a little sooner this year, and he'll win this May and June. <laughs> All right. We'll see what happens. Who's your early lean for the PGA, by the way? Do you have one? <laughs> it's a tough one. I mean, I'm just on this Rory train now, which is like an easy train to jump on. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Who's yours? Uh, I kind of like Xander, but. Oh, that, that came. That's interesting. Yeah, I usually okay. don't go with him. Okay. Because I mean, he doesn't pop in the stats much. And I'm a stat guy. You know me. So I like him for the U.S. Open. Yeah. Local boy. Yeah, maybe they'll save him for that. Maybe I'll Patrick Reed. Oh, okay. Oh. By the way, this course is going to play like 7,800 yards. It's going to be insane. I can't And wait. it's beautiful. I love this course. I'm so excited to see it on my TV. And we will cover it all right here on the Tiger Woods Show next week, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the AT&T Byron Nelson. This week, for Bridget Whalen, I am Cam Rogers. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.